0: Everybody, how you doing? My name is Imani Van Zapp, and I am here with my babies on Hashtag Burst TV. Please remember to rate, comment, like, share, all those wonderful things as they and I become.
1: This is week 108. What's up, what's up, what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Music. You hear my voice you know what that means. It's time for all the tea right here on Burst TV. And today is a very special day because I have someone very near and dear to my heart in the building. Social media is number one on TV Imani, that? ladies and ah! gentlemen, the building. how the- y'all doing? How's it going? Oh, I love you. <laughs> oh, thank you for having this me. Really I'm glad glad to be God. Here. Yes, and thank you for being here, Queen. We really appreciate you being here. And so, you know, let's get right into the audit the because some people just want to know your business. But we we gonna do, we we gonna get in there just right, just just right. Okay. So, first and foremost. For those people who are part of our audience, who may not yet know where you're from, let us know where you're from and tell us a little bit about your origin story. So my origin
0: story, I'm originally from Columbus, Ohio, so I'm Midwest. Who, who, shout out yeah. to Columbus, yeah. Ohio. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and um, basically, you know, just say I'm um, small town child, went to church like everybody else and had talents and gifts that eventually <clears throat> caused me to outgrow the pot that I was placed in in the beginning. So it was time to uproot and go somewhere else. And um, that led me first to Japan and teaching over there for about eight years and then to Atlanta.
1: Come on now, all from the way west of Japan to the ATL. Come on, that's yep. a journey. Who would have thought? That oh, was a journey. Yeah, Who would have thought, right? <laughs> right? So how has your origin influenced you and influenced your work? Um, I would definitely say
0: it has kept me open-minded. The good thing about living in the Midwest is that Even though there is a great conservative part of Mm -hmm. Ohio and in particular Columbus, it was open-minded enough to where you were encouraged to, you know, pursue your dreams and figure out what your gifts and talents and desires are and to nurture those things and to become, you know, something more than what you thought. Um, But I've I've kept those teachings with me, um, kept the spiritual base as well as my professional base that I really feel that the
1: Midwest helped me with. Come on now, man. Well, just you out here making stars, okay, man. Listen, I mean, okay. Paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's right. In recent previous generations, where are your family roots? What are your family roots like?
0: So everybody is southern. So well, the um the real the real deal of that is I'm adopted. And so blood related, oh. I don't know where I come from. But as far as familial, you know, uh, dynamics and things like that, everyone's from the south. So uh, mother and father, mom and pop Dillard are from Beckley, West Virginia. Um, dad moved, yeah, dad and his family at the time moved to Ohio um, when he was about 17 or 18, I believe, or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. Him and my mother met at a church convention and then she ended up, they got married and she ended up moving to Ohio and the rest of his history was now.
1: Come on now, oh, yeah. mom and pop. I love it, yeah. okay? Come on, strong foundation. Uh huh. So, it's needed. You know what? always as much as you can so you're so fearless and you're so free have you always been this way or is this something in your life that was like an awakening moment for you to say hey I gotta I gotta gotta bust through this and be myself how did this happen to you um I've always been a
0: very creatively generous person creativity was always something that thrived in me as a child and Mm -hmm. the the very nature of what that brings is something that has always been natural for me the part that mm-hmm. I had to nurture was the exterior as far as how to make everything look, how to sharpen things so that they're more digestible to different audiences, depending on who you're dealing with. So um, mm-hmm. there's it's a mixture of nature and nurture when it comes down to who I am as a creative versus what I've been putting out in the world.
1: Ooh, that was deep. I hope y'all caught that. Some of y'all catch that on Tuesday. Listen. Oh, going to be a lot of nuggets. we to drop a lot of nuggets on your tonight. Listen, and we appreciate it all. I've definitely missed So this is really important. From where did you make the choice for the beautiful and memorable name Imani Van Where did it come from? Where does she come from?
0: So, come from? Um, for, for those that are, are familiar with the person I'm getting ready to reference, very clearly in the beginning, all this was a, a parody of, of the amazing Iana Van Zandt. And <laughs> um, a really, really, really good friend of my nephew, I like to say Eric, my nephew, um, his name is Louis. That's um, Eric's best friend. They were talking about this, character that erica kind of come up with what she would talk like what she would look like what her basis would be about as far as like who who she would reach you know all those different sort of things and what started out as a parody immediately rang with people in terms of love it um immediately rang with people in terms of information you know things that they could take away and apply to their own lives and after a while this human element came and so once the human the human element came to the before parody you have a whole person now that has thoughts nice. and feelings and aspirations and a family all my own and you know all those right. things it's been a story that has, like you said yourself with your platform has unraveled over the course of about three years um, this mm-hmm. particular platform and and i've seen great success with it
1: come on now because I, I know that you always get that question and i've always wanted to know myself um, where did it all come from? So I'm glad to yeah. you know that. So if anybody wants to know, they can get it right here or be. Just send them here. I already, yeah. I already interviewed. Yeah. Go right over there and find out. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And so, right. And for those of you who may not know where Auntie is, like, where she's mainly seen, you got to check out *Chasing Reality on YouTube. So I'm a big *Chasing Reality fan. Yes. And I've been watching through season one when it started with Elena. And so, Auntie is on there every week giving a one-two about the three and the four to five and the six. And she's letting them have it if it's not right, Auntie gonna say it's not right. I'm gonna right. say something. I'm gonna make it stronger and better than Arthur's gonna not. tell you. And
0: that's yes. yeah. I try. Sometimes <laughs> they don't want me, do me to tell them bad. how to do it. They, they want to be. They want to be strong. Some of them want to be stronger and better on their own terms. I'm like, you can't do it like that.
1: So it not like when you're in the public eye, like you say. When you're in the public eye, and you put your life up there on public the display. There are things that you do put yourself at risk for. And so with that, it comes all of it, and you got to be willing to take it all. Yes, like awesome. right, exactly. Awesome. I, would so, say, I would definitely <laughs> say like chase, Chasing Reality is
0: probably, as I have pinned it now, I just came in and just called it something else. It's, to me, it's more artist development. Um, I think that, that, you know, the premise of the show is Chasing Reality, you know, chasing your dreams or whatever, which is wonderful. But the more that we're getting into it, this this show is actually birthing stars. There, there, are people mm-hmm. that I mean, Oliver uh, Twist is on Wee TV now. Yeah. Uh, Lauren uh, London, see. she's doing or Lauren England, she's doing her thing now, and everyone's everyone's finding their own path in the world. That I believe the show has been like a launching pad for, very much like mm-hmm. like the Cosby Show was, you know, or right. or, or a li- in Living Color, where mm-hmm. a lot of careers, big careers, are birthed, birthed out of this platform.
1: I, I definitely noticed that because I've been following and I've been seeing that. I do know that, and that's why I pay attention to it. Because there's so many other reality uh, YouTube reality show um, companies out here doing doing the thing, and I watched them. I watch them too, but I've been really religiously watching uh, Testing reality because I ended up meeting some of the stars from Atlanta at Fashion Week here in New York, so I, I became oh, friends with them. So for me, it was like man. you know, it's like like you. Like I, I see these things happen. In front of my eyes, and it becomes a reality. For me, I'm all yeah, about yeah, making yeah. the reality. So uh-huh. that's why, you know, this is why I need you to sort of help and come and make it a reality, and make New York a thing. Because I've been trying yeah. to talk to them about making New York a thing out here with Chasing. Tell them to stop playing, right. because we're making movies out here, okay? And now, <laughs> you know, honestly, you know, we're gonna talk later on too. But back, okay. back to Chasing, back to Reddy. In this particular season, now I'm Chasing LA. I see um, what all that transpired with trans life just over the summertime, over the past year, especially with Trans going to color. On the first season of Church in LA, I see you weren't here for the misappropriations and the misgendering. Can you give us a sip of tea, of, of, a little sip of all the tea on your feelings and how you thought about that and just overall in general and then what was going on when it came to the LA and how things, you know, the girls couldn't get it together. They didn't know who was who and what was what. So this was my, this
0: was my take on LA. And, and it's, for those that have, follow the show to any degree, especially if you're like a diehard fan of the show, um, you'll you'll immediately see that my critiques are very different than what I've done on Dallas and Atlanta. And a great part of that was um, the dynamic of the show and the way that it's structured, in my opinion, is not, was not, you know, they're still in season, was not beginning on brand. Um, It seemed to be, we just wanted to get you together to fight. I understand the conflict, everybody understands conflict is, is... what really powers reality tv which i think is a great thing but when you get it to the point to where the conflict is exploiting the darkest shadows of an already disenfranchised community so you're mm-hmm. using the community's pain to get right. ratings i've got to approach it differently and that's what i saw when i saw that there were a tra- i'm going to say it this way when I saw that there were not necessarily transphobic people or colorist people, but people that knew how to make a transphobic comment or a colorist comment, that you know that this is what will get the audience riled up. I don't believe, and this is just me, I don't. I can't read anybody's mm. mind. I'm not gonna mm. immediately pin you as the devil. I'll give you, I'll, I'll let you sit in purgatory of my confusion first before I just <laughs> send, you, before I send you somewhere, right. you know what I mean? And so I was not, I've seen it done before, with independent reality TV where they make a villain out of someone, but they don't understand that that person is not insulated with the right media combativeness to come against such harsh labeling. So I couldn't just go with it and say, oh, you're a transphobe. I can't, I don't do that. I know a lot of people that do, they get mad and you say something that sounds like a, like a colorist comment. Oh, you're a colorist. I, we, I don't do that to people. That's why I invite most of the people to come on my show and mm-hmm. have a conversation with me. And then when you it's find fun out fun. that oh, okay, you really not like that, you have some redeeming moments.
1: Right. Yeah. And that, and I think that the great way to how you kind of act that is with doing what you're doing by being them on your show. Yeah. Like, look, we're not uh, that's not what I'm trying to do. So let's right. talk about it. Because that's the grown folks too. Let's have a conversation and let's be, put it out there. Yeah. So we can walk away from this because we can teach other people when doing this in this process. But that's all it mm-hmm. takes is that to say, hey, look, let's have a conversation. The, inter-
0: the internet it. is forever. The the internet, and I'm gonna say it again, I know we this. It's one-on-one, but a lot of people still don't understand it or or right. think that how serious it is. The internet is forever. So after all that is done, you know, you're you're still left out there looking a certain kind of way. And if there's right. no one there to help you redeem how you look, you will forever be looked at as a transphobe. Uh, You'll forever right. be looked at as misogynistic, unless you have somebody else to help you explain it more deeply. Right. That's what I
1: try to do. And that's what Auntie's out here doing, so don't are always to I'm, come out like that. They don't talk, like it, right? They don't like it, but you know what it is. And I'm really right. It, is that people don't like the truth? Like we're so classified, and you know, oh, okay, and so we'll pass over the truth just so that we don't have issues. Because people like to have, you know, adult temper tantrums now. So huge, you know, all yeah. of these adults want to have temper It's like, you know, enough is enough. So yeah, right. place putting stuff in public deal with it. You know, I put myself in public every day by doing things like this, doing the show two years. But hey, Mm -hmm. I know that. In fact, I stand by what I say. And if I said something that wasn't uh, appropriate or in the moment, I'm man enough to say, hey, I apologize. You know, that's all. That's all it takes. And so, anyway, you have really become social media's number one auntie, uplifting and inspiring many. Did you ever expect that you will become the beloved auntie in my event, Zach?
0: No. I the way that um we were kind of talking about this earlier. I knew that I always wanted to be inspirational. I knew I wanted to reach large groups of people. Like that was always there, but Mm -hmm. how that happens, like what that ends up looking like, I had to be open to letting that change over time. And so my my you know being an original playwright and in a film person, these were things I was going after. I love bringing people together, and I know that's going to be a part of the journey later on, but um. I didn't know that it was going to turn into this. I, again, I thought it was just going to be a parody that would be kind of funny, something that I felt I needed to get out there. I, if anything, I thought I would be more of like a life coach, which that is kind of what this is. But I thought right. that, that's where it would kind of cap and stay. I didn't know that it was going to turn into a, a deeper connection with my audience to where they a lot of them feel like they're related to me.
1: So yeah, I, I, You know Yeah. Archie's a big title. Right? Yeah. And I feel related. Yeah. So uh, I feel like them. That's why I, I feel like this moment was so special to me because we have people on the other side see you doing your thing. And then you know, it's just like you really respond and, and get involved with people. It's not yeah. like you're just up there sitting there doing it. You really invest yourself. So yeah. so people can see that auntie's auntie. Y'all yeah. see that y'all see that auntie is auntie, okay? That is um, it. <laughs> That's it. So Tell me this, what, what has been the hardest part of your professional pursuits? Trying
0: to, honestly, just again, trying to figure out what's going to work. It's, it's very frustrating um, when you're an artist and I, I, I encourage, I, I feel a lot of the base of what I do is is hinged around helping artists because I know what it's like to have a dream and a passion and a plan. And no matter how perfect you try to make it, how, how how evenly you try to braid everything out, it always seems to fall apart. And that was me for so many years. And mm-hmm. so um, finally getting to the point now to where I have a grasp on what my product is, who my audience is and what my method is and, and finding something that'll work, that was hard to get to. That was the hardest mm-hmm. thing. At this point now, it's just trying, now that I know what the lanes are, trying to balance them all out so that I have, you know, people that can, or I have the manpower to be able to, to sell the the merchandise or to do the mm-hmm. editing or to do the making, you know, go to the store. It's, there's so many things now that are part of it.
1: Now it's maintaining the busyness of the success. Absolutely. And I think that y'all need to write that there. There was a lot of things that you said that could be a to Someone else who's putting themselves into business to make themselves a brand. So yeah. I'm glad we recorded. But yeah. if, you, if you write it out, if you listen oh, yeah. to it this moment, write it down. Brand. If say,
0: before you go on, um, because we were talking about it earlier, I just want to make sure we don't miss it. For anybody that's an artist out there, brand building is difficult. There are a lot of people that are on social media that you see somebody else make a video and they go viral overnight. You think that that should be you too, just because you posted a video and that's not how it works. If you're really passionate about what you're doing, you've got to take your time. You've got to allow yourself to make mistakes. You got to allow yourself to quote unquote fail. I don't feel there are failures, but. To quote unquote fail, so you can figure out what to do, what's right. Too many people want stuff too fast, and when you want things that are too fast, and then it doesn't happen, you get mad, and then you give up, and that 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 dark time of like, is this ever going to happen? Is is my life is over? All oh my goodness, you have to work through that and stay with your dream.
1: That's how it happens. Stronger and better. Okay. Uh, so on the flip side of that. Now, what's been the most enjoyable part of your professional pursuits? Because we're talking about the hardest part. Now, what's been the most enjoyable part? The most
0: enjoyable part is that I have now created a space that I can be myself safely.
1: Ooh, clear, just like that.
0: That that question there is a joy for me to answer because in the past, the problem that I had was that I have, a the, the good thing about me is that I have a big heart. Problem about me is that I have a big heart. So when you, and I'm not saying perfection, I'm saying in terms of the intentions of why I work with people. And so when I will work with people, I know why I want to work with you. I know that even if I'm the star of the whatever, if that's how people look at me, I don't look at it like that. I want us all to win. I was in too many situations where I was working with very talented, insecure people. And when you work with talented, insecure people, you will get burned like you've never ever imagined. And it kept happening over and over and over and over again um i didn't say this before but i can say it now imani app was created out of out, i say a mixture of fresh of passion and anger yeah. I, was, I was done i was just it was literally crumpling up the last piece of paper and throwing it into the wastebasket that's how it felt the, the very first video that you see um i shared it a couple of days ago the very first video on instagram i was furious that day i was absolutely furious Furious, that I was trying to love people trying to put my message out there and it just it just seemed like the world just didn't want what I had but I knew what I had was good it hurt and and so when I created that video and kept going I didn't know it was going to turn into this so that's, to. that's been my not to get off of but that's the question I've created a space that I can fully be myself I can fully love others I can fully help people I can fully promote people, I can do all those things and I'm unharmed. I can now walk where, and this is sensitive, but that's true. Nephew Eric cannot operate in LGBT spaces the way that I can. Our hearts Hmm. are the same, but the crowd responds to us differently. Eric can go into a place and say exactly what I'm saying and everyone will call him, all the, some of the ugly words we said before, when you critically think it makes stuff very ugly. As auntie, I can say the exact same critical stuff and everybody eats stuff like candy.
1: Mm, I'm glad you said that because that was one of my questions coming up. I wanted yeah. to know when it came to auntie and nephew being in a like, because I saw your, your social media, you know, I'd be watching and yeah. I see that you're out and about, you know, you mm-hmm. know, as auntie and nephew. So yeah. I wanted to know how does that differ? And wow, I didn't have, I had no clue. That's the biggest thing. It yeah, wow. it's, it's,
0: it's, it's, um, Eric cannot move in those spaces. Not saying Eric doesn't have friends and can't socialize. Yeah, you can do that. Right. But in terms of long-lasting impact, I believe that when nephew comes back after some things have kind of gotten to a certain level, people will be more receptive of some of the things that he has to say. But you yeah. know, that was that was a conversation we had to have, if you will, that, you know, mm-hmm. he has to give me the reins for a while and let me ride this horse for, you know, let me get us down the road a good ways. And then we'll
1: come back to some of the deeper the deeper issues that matter. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Well, we're here for it all at this point because you've Okay. You said you was you told nephew, let me do it, and you did it. And yeah. It's just amazing. Like, so so tell me this. What advice would you give your nieces and nephews out here? Me and um and, and and the nieces out here with the boys who want to use their platform to make a positive change for the community. Because a lot of people. Social media today gives us a voice. A lot of people use it, you know, for the wrong reasons to say, you know, things that are inappropriate or whatever. Mm -hmm. But there are people out here that are trying to make change who may not know what to do or how to do it or how to begin. But so tell us out here, how do we can better use our platforms to make change in the community? The
0: first thing, so the the interesting thing is I suggest everybody strip the platform away first from your mind. Mm -hmm. Meaning, what would you do if there were no platforms? Well, what would you do if there were no Instagram, no Zoom? Well, we ain't had have none of this. That's the day I come from. That's mm. why everything I believe is moving at the rate that it is now, is because I had to be in that dark age where we didn't have the internet. So what would you do if you didn't have all this glitz and glamour that, that, makes, you, that makes millions of people know you overnight? What would you do? And if you can answer that question, then you can get to all the, all the other hard stuff. From there, you know who to reach. You know, that I, I treat social media the same way I would back in the day when we didn't have social media and I had to walk into a room and, and networking was my mouth and, and my and my hands shaking people. Mm, you have to, you have to go to bare bones in order to really get on the mountaintop. A lot of people don't like the bare bones because they're not pretty.
1: Oh, <laughs> that's so good. Like they want to be overnight success. You know, it's so easy to just yeah. put a video like I said. Put a video out and think that it's gonna happen, but think about it. Once that video pops, and you don't have the talent that portrayed in the video, really, you just acted. Yeah. Then what happens? Yeah, you don't have the skill to think about what you're
0: ready for. What are you is, going to do? Yeah. What it's do you like? Nice. Like we were saying before, with um, uh, retail, just as an example. Before I I did retail, I, you know, I have several sayings that, that kind of you know pick went picked up went into flight. And uh, one of the things is because I like it and I'm grown and everyone loved that that phrase. So I, I decided, well, I'll make t-shirts. Well, I made t-shirts, which is great. I had a company that printed the t-shirts, they mailed them to me, then I would ship them out. But my merchandising wasn't set up the right way. So a big burst of sales came through, but it quickly died because I, I couldn't keep up with what was happening. And I just, I wasn't, it, it just wasn't, for many reasons, it wasn't set up the right way. Once I came to TikTok, I was ready sometimes you have to be able to make that mistake that was a totally different app like i i I couldn't get mad at instagram just give up you got to figure out what's going to work so i had to i had to reinvent the wheel again you know i'm gonna go over to tiktok now i'm ready for merchandise now in our first um on being on tiktok the first month i believe we grossed about twelve thousand dollars
1: you better come on first month in you person? see, y'all, this is real life. And it's still, like, the larch is
0: still going, it's still moving. So we haven't tabulated, you know, as of today's sales, but it's literally a well-oiled machine now. That, that took a minute to get to.
1: Listen. You have to think so, it out. I, oh, so inspiring. Like, I, I, did this <laughs> myself, I didn't just for myself because I have been want to do things. So I just hope y'all out there taking notes. That's all I'm going to say. Listen. So this question, I think, is very important because when you get to interact with someone who has so, so much wisdom and so much experience as yourself, This one question means a lot. And it is, what's the best advice that you yourself have ever received? Have had to receive? That you've ever received. Um, This is advice I've had to
0: receive is to trust the path. Like, trust that that even though no one's clapping, even though no one's buying Mm. tickets or whatever, you can't let go of what you originally started to do it may, it may, it may augment a little bit. You may have to adjust some levers here and there, and that's fine, but don't give up on why you want to do what you're doing because the counter to that, there are other things that I'm good at doing that I became successful in that I was unhappy with. Mm. Things that I made, made lots of money doing, and I was really good at it, Ooh. and people were coming Ooh. in were buying a product, but I did not I was not happy doing that. it was just it was just a skill it wasn't a passion. Know the difference between a skill and a passion. Skill you can skillfully know how to sew clothes. you may not be a, a fashion designer. Mm-hmm.
1: You
0: know you may skillfully be able to cook. you're not necessarily a chef. So what is your skill and what is your passion? And the best advice for me was do not ever let go of your passion. Mm-hmm.
1: It's what yes, nothing else will. That's yes, male. Let's use thing. Don't let go of your passion, y'all. That's very important. Um, I was one of those people that thought that I couldn't bridge my passion with what I thought could make me money. And I realized that, you know, you don't have to give up your passion for things mm-hmm. that you love, bridge them together and make it all move forward. Yeah. So, oh, yes. It all comes together. So, oh, yes, it does. And you're proof of that. Come on. <laughs> so, so, what's the main thing that you want our verse CD audience to learn about Money Mains out today?
0: Um really nothing nothing outside of what i already do just i I think the main thing is knowing that it is okay to see different types of art and that different types of art is is good for the mind it's good for the individual as it is for the collective. what i do i think one of the reasons why my my platform is doing what it's doing now and as successful as it is now is um i am i know i'm unique i'm not because I get it all the time. People ask me am I trans? People ask me am I woman? People ask me am I drag queen? <laughs> you know, they, 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 I get asked everything, and even some questions that by other standards would be inappropriate. I don't take it personally because I just know that what I'm presenting is very different. There, we have we have not a very long time seen someone push a person. It's one thing to push a character, but when you're pushing someone that you really think has their own social security number. That's different. Absolutely. So that is that's been probably the deepest part of what I do that I think that what sets me apart from everybody else. There's a soul oh, up here, not just laughter
1: Amen to that. Well, we love it all, we eat it up. So, so what's next for your money, app? Tell me. So we can make a show. We can
0: next, we're um we're actually we're we're just expanding. You know, as far now we know that the fan and I got him here today. My little fans.
1: Yes. My exactly.
0: so right. my website, yourmoneyfansapp.com. Listen, I always do business. But um, now I know that I have a product that works. So the entire platform, because it's not just me, and, I, and other people will know that as, as we grow. Um, there's my niece, Melody, and my nephew, Ty, Knucklehead. And um, of course, everybody already knows, you know,
1: mm-hmm. uh, huh? That's a spicy.
0: There's there's more to this. But what I know right now is that the fan is what's working. So as far as what tangible piece that people can connect themselves to me, I know that that's working now. So as far as how to expand, what that should look like, at what rate to release new products, this whole merchandising side is a lot of work. And it, it is it's hard right now in the beginning because we're trying to catch up with the success of what's been happening. But um, mm-hmm. I know with that product that now I just gotta keep running in that direction. I know I've got something tangible. Outside of that, creating um, a film I'm talking with a couple of people now. Um, there's some music that's gonna be on the way. And create um, a, a television show too, that I can't say too much about, but there's some things that are in the talks right now.
1: Listen, sounds like a lot of amazing things, what's we here yeah. for. Oh, yeah. um, yeah, it's it's about to be we're, we're completely family. I'm excited. We pay attention so we can be promoting and talking about it because people yeah. know what all you got going on because once you rest once you rest a presence we're in your family forever. Right. Uh, and so now we can really get into your business. We have five questions that we ask Uh-oh. every single person who comes across the Verse TV 101. I'm TV ready. TV. So first question is this. If you had all the money power necessary what would you do or change if you feel would be most beneficial for the LGBTQ plus
0: community? I would, um, and I I say this really for any, again, any community that's that's more disenfranchised, we need more centers and places that have resources to develop um, the the knowledge of the LGBT community and then the resources to advance that knowledge. So it's, it's about knowing where you've come from and knowing where you're going that helps you to appreciate the present moment. I think creating uh, a whole infrastructure um, that is fully comprehensive of all LGBT issues is something that's greatly needed and something that I don't think that we can get enough of.
1: You better talk about it. I think that that's one honestly that has been one of the number one answers not like that particular answer exactly verbatim, but the need for centers or, yeah. or place housing or or you know stability and place of living for mm-hmm. LGBT people. so um. Yeah, more, more, yeah. more affluent more
0: affluent um if i can say communities they they have those structures in place we, we wonder what um even if you want to talk about white supremacy we can go there the reason why a, a lot of it is the way that it is the system was set in place for success is mm-hmm. it's set there people that have money to start businesses that's something else um uh, we need more more grant money so people if you want to start a business you can go and do it so you have your money to, to make your plans and your mistakes, all of that.
1: All of that, exactly. How crazy? listen to what we're saying. we let them y'all know. Yeah. So uh, send the money, Lord, send the money. That's what we mm. can do. It. Um, question number two is starts with a quote and then there's a question. So the quote is this, ask me not where I live or what I like to eat or how I comb my hair, but ask me, what am I living for right. in mm-hmm. detail, ask me, What do I think is keeping me from living fully for the thing I want to live for? And that's a a quote by Thomas Morton. So the question is this, what is your goal in life? And part B of that is what's slowing you down from achieving that goal.
0: Say it one more time.
1: What is your main goal in life? Mm -hmm. And what is stopping you from achieving that goal?
0: Uh, Oh, see, main goal in life is, uh, I can actually say, main goal in life now is expanding the platform the only thing stopping me from that, I, and I got—I got to be honest about it—is trying to get over the tr- trying to get over the trauma of the past when it's time for me to ask somebody to help me.
1: Oh
0: I'm getting—I'm getting a lot better at it, but I get, I get sometimes I actually get anxiety when I have to involve someone else because my past collaborations have been so
1: destructive. Oh, I, I, I mean, thank you for being honest because I feel like. That is something that a lot of people won't speak about. But yeah. that is a true underlying factor that a lot of people go through. Because you've been burned so many times. Or mm-hmm. you know, you've been you know, sit on by so many people who we trusted and thought were going to be the lot. You know, so,
0: and when you get used to doing yeah. it for yourself, by yourself, you can get stuck there. And mm-hmm. I, I'm immediately seeing right now that at the rate of success that I'm having, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to do this by myself for another month. Like I'm, I'm in a, in an immediate state right now where I need at least one more person. I know it'll be more, but um, but it is really honestly unpacking and dealing with the traumatic of my past, the tra- the trauma of my past, to um, mm-hmm. to be able to become stronger and better. I'm not, I've never said I was perfect. I'm, I'm perfect. human, just like anybody else.
1: But um, I'm trying to. I'm mm-hmm. becoming the fact, can, the fact that you can stand in that. And still be a leading light and be a shining armor to other people in the world. That's the secret. That's amazing. Because you, you got to be able to say, be humble. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's the most important thing, and that's where the people come. Mm-hmm. That kind of humbleness, humbleness, that the church folks say. Oh, come on, humble. Know, Take the yes. age <laughs> kind of Yeah. humbleness, you know, will bring you know, bring forth a mighty army. So right. that's why the people are in. Yes, God. So Thank number you. three is our most important getting your business question. That is, it is our, what is your deepest tea question, i.e., something that you never shared on social media before, but something that you're willing to share with us, your deepest tea?
0: Um, to be honest with you, it's kind, of, it's kind of what I said before, maybe an extension on it, um, mm-hmm. that, that I, I have fear. I, this, is, um, this is a very, I don't, I've never really said this like this before. Um, this is scary. It is scary when mm-hmm. you are known, that's not, people think that, that they think they're gonna get all these followers and then you're like, yeah, and your life is great. It's, it's, it's scary sometimes when you don't know why people are attracted or are, are approaching you. Um, it's scary when you feel responsible. It's scary when you, you're afraid to make, I can only imagine what it was like for Whitney Houston. Many people, mm-hmm. they, even to this day, It always pains me when people make fun of her fall. And I know that in in the Black community, we tend to lace tragedy with comedy. I get why we do that, but then that strips a person of their humanity. I can only imagine, take all the jokes away, how terrifying it was for her to be the most prominent singer on the planet and, and to not have the full support that a Beyonce has, or even a Janet has, that she to be of her caliber, that there were still people that were always in her pockets, that were always shoving substances at her to keep her happy. She couldn't be herself. She couldn't love who she wanted to love. I could only imagine. We can do what we want to do. She couldn't. And mm-hmm. that that fear, though there, though though people get uh, liberated to be who they are. Fear is never-ending. It will always be here till the end of time. It just changes form. So I just have a different version of it that I'm learning how to become and not let get to me so much.
1: I love it. I love it. So what what has been, your I would say, your biggest stumbling block that you had to, you know, that you had coming up on your path and how did you overcome it? Because I think some of us, you know, we always run into some of the things. Sometimes we just get hit hard. We don't know how to come back. What's been your biggest stumbling how'd you overcome
0: Biggest stumbling block was not accepting, biggest stumbling block was, how can I, I'm trying to say it the right way, not fully accepting that I'm a leader. I knew that I could lead, but mm. what I gotta, you know, this is a, this is a auntie-nephew thing, um, it was one of those things mm-hmm. where I would create things that I knew would fall apart. Mm. I would create things, and I have to admit that, I would create things that were beautiful in their theory, but nearly impossible in their reality. The people that were involved weren't equipped for the level of greatness that, at that time, I saw for us. And so I had to finally get to a point to where I was okay with being a full leader, which meant walking by myself. And then now, look, I, it was it was one thing to be over 30 people. Now I'm over half a million people right and i had to, and i had to accept walking by myself to actually find out how intense my leadership skills are
1: mm. wow i'm definitely that's that's deep because a lot of people are leaders are born leaders that don't know they don't know the, it. Full potential that they have they never reach it because mm-hmm. they're afraid of what it could be or just feel like they don't even want to take the time and energy to do that because they never understand it so
0: one thing people talk about a lot, I see this on TikTok. All the, I love TikTok because of the information. I mean, it's it's entertaining. It is one of the most informative apps I've ever seen. And <laughs> one thing that they bring up on there is imposter syndrome. A lot of people will not pursue things because they feel imposter syndrome. They don't feel worthy. And and that was something that I don't. I didn't feel worthy to be a leader. I knew that I had the heart to be a leader, but did I have the the gonads? You know that I that I have the the to be a leader. And <laughs> I didn't
1: I didn't believe it. Mm. Just now, started but, but God, you know. But, what? God, I said, I, yes. <laughs> oh, thank you, man. That's what, I love that one phrase, but God. You know, that's what we, that's what we think. Okay. Just move a the power than it give up. Guess what? It all comes full circle. Yeah. And so, on the last note, on the last question, before we let the people know where to find all that good stuff is what is something that you would like to be left and a legacy time capsule for your work? That's. We
0: always talk about spirits and energies and, and things of that nature. Uh, I want Imani to eternally be known as a spirit and an energy that materialized. Yes, we are a spirit. I understand that as individuals we are, but I believe that there are certain people that they have tapped into a source that is greater than themselves. And I'll, I'll say it again, You know, Beyonce has done it with Sasha Pierce. Um, Stephanie has done it with Lady Gaga. Um, You know, different ones have found something greater than themselves that will outlive their name because of of the intention of their art. And that's what I want to be known about me in my own way. That this, in a a world where Nephew Eric could have just kept running and knocking his head into the wall trying to be famous or whatever, he allowed for an energy that the world needed to work through him and bless people.
1: And it Mm -hmm. it will always be here. Amen to that. Oh yeah. So ladies and gentlemen, the thought part this has been social media is the number one on to Imani Vanzap, Please tell people where to find you from your website, all that good stuff, so they can become as well. So they can become like me. Yeah. Yeah, so you You got different places.
0: Listen, okay. Um everything is really easy. So all my, my website, um, all my social media is at imani van Zapp. That's it, imanibansapp.com. Um, com. all social media is at imani van Zapp. Everything is very simple. So if you if you just type in the name, I'm the only one that's out there. That if you type in Imani V, as soon as you get to the V, it's there.
1: You know, Google it, Snoogle it. That's it. I'm special, out there.
0: Be, I'm in these internet streets.
1: Ha <laughs> ha. <laughs> 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 Ladies and gentlemen, it's been it's been a pleasure to go to music again at Troy Weeks, W-E-E-K-E-S. Music on everything here with Verse TV with our one-on-one special interview. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, please. Like, comment, subscribe, follow, yeah. all the, and share everything. All the words and add to the tape to make it happen and spread the love into the world. Please all do there. that. And follow us on everything versus Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you.